Carrier Tommy about to go off. Kicking off the Carrier and Tommy podcast where fun is always on the menu. And speaking of menus, Liquorland adds the perfect touch to any meal or gathering. Find your favourite tipple for any occasion. Click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Wednesday afternoon. How are we doing, guys? We're already in heated debate. I think we should get the people in on this debate up next because um, you suddenly foraying into parenting territory is just so funny for us all to watch. Um, and I think we should do that up next. What else is happening on today's show? Hello, first of all. Sorry, I'm in the middle of an argument. <laughs> Time game's back again. Sorry, because when you've bucks. just thrown out the run sheet but then asked me what else is on next. Sorry, I know it's I tricky. don't know now. I'll tell Sorry, people. I'm looking at a different yep. thing. Should we just get to it? Yeah, we're going okay, sure. to do the argument Parenting. with you next. Great. Carrie and Tommy. You Wednesday, Arvo. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. The time game is coming up a little bit later on and is worth $2,900. So I mentioned before we're in, uh, we're in the middle of a heated debate in here, um, a parenting debate, uh, 131060. I want you to join this debate. Um, so we were broadcasting yesterday from the Gardens of Unearthly Delights at Fringe mm. in Adelaide, and they have this area um, where all the artists can hang. And so after a show, there's like a, all the people that do their comedy shows, that do the cabaret shows, they all come, the circus bits, and they all hang out in this little group area, mm. right? And we're all in this group area watching um, and everyone's chatting. And then um, there's the most gorgeous little family um, out on like there's like a dance floor almost um, that was empty, completely empty. And as kids do, they all go and run around, you know, um, and slide around and pretend to dance. And there's music playing and stuff. And they were the cutest things you've ever seen. They were like maybe two and five. Um, yep. And you just stared at them um, for about 20 minutes. And then that at the end. That makes it sound so weird. <laughs> with a smile on your face. Like a, they like were you just were, having the best time that's what as I'm a saying. family. Yes. Like, with it, like yes. you weren't being weird. You were just like, you know. And then you declared to everybody, do kids need a bedtime? And at this yeah. point it was about 11 p.m. And then we were like, what do you mean? Of course kids need a bedtime. And he was like, I don't know. Because I had family friends that never put their kid to bed. They just travelled oh, no, around thought, with their kid up up till midnight. Yeah, because, oh, even because I've got two mates who do similar work to me. And so we're touring constantly through the year. And basically their kids grew up as part of essentially the show. And we would be out at When you say the show, like the, like the circus almost. Yeah. yeah, and we'd be out with them as babies and the babies would just get passed around and everyone would kind of nurse and help them look after their kids, but they never had a bedtime. But what and age is the baby? Fine. I think a baby's different to a toddler. Like a toddler who misses their through. nap or stays up past seven is sh- like, you don't want to be I, anywhere near that thing. Like. <laughs> but I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not really, like I don't have a strong stake in this, but I've just seen it before and the, the kids were fine. Have you seen them after that? Like, have you been at home with them yeah. when they've dealt with what happens once the kid didn't go to bed till midnight? Well, often we would be staying in the same place, but then like now it's adjusted. As soon as the kids get to school, they have more of a like routine that mirrors other kids' routines. But when they were young, it seemed fine. And so I just asked the question, like, mm. why? So your do, question do... before school age is it possible, and this is what I'm keen to know from people, because my kids have all had a bedtime, like my son particularly when he was born, like he was on a routine. Like if he was um, awake a minute over 7 p.m., 
um, I was in utter state of distress. Like I looked forward to bedtime so much. It was like you could not come soon enough because you were so exhausted. The idea of another five hours before bedtime stresses me out so much. But there must be parents that for whatever reason have just never had a bedtime for their kids. And I'm fascinated. Do they get grisly? Do they then just sleep in till like 10 a.m. or something? Like surely that it can't. You can't do normal life with kids that don't have bedtime, is what but I'm I interested in. Yeah, I think, I guess what I'm asking is I don't think it's normal life. Do you know what, what I do mean? What do you mean? Like this, this setup with um, putting kids to bed ha- at seven. Not having a bedtime is, is trying to fit into normal life. But I mean, does it matter as much if your life is completely different to normal and all of your work is at night and you're so they just have a different system and yes yeah and yes. you can't get babysitters from when they're at work which is you know at night from say 7 p.m. to 1 in the morning and then you all just sleep in together as a family and then your day maybe. starts at lunchtime because, i don't know maybe but oh. i just like the idea of having a carny family and i think it's fun and maybe that's how i want to bring up my kids that i don't have yet it's a lot of forward planning <laughs> It is a lot of forward planning and I, mm. I just can't wait to see into the future after one night of the being up till midnight and you can report back in and go, guys, change the plan. Family staying at home, they've got fail? a 7 p.m. bedtime. No, I just. Why do you want it to fail so much? I do, I do, I do like when like, things fail. You, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know when we looked at that family the other night, they, they were did so look happy. Cute. They did but they were look, happy. But that's just Why one, because you just saw one window into that family when they're on a dance floor wearing want, silver little sh- like matching jackets. It's not real life. Why do you even imagine that they're miserable for the rest of the time? Why can't they just be happy? Because just families aren't permanently like that. <laughs> like kids, Pippa's got kids. Surely sleep becomes are. so much. And whether your kids, like if your kid misses an afternoon nap, sometimes your entire life's ruined. From the moment I wake up in the morning, I'm counting down the hours to when he's in bed next year. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just trying to paint not a as bleak a picture of potential. But sure, I guess the point I'm like. I'm asking, and thirteen ten sixty join this. The thing I'm asking is, there must be a reason the world over there's become a universal kind of bedtime for kids. If it's like, there must be a reason kids must need it. They must need a certain amount of hours sleep okay. a night. Their their body clocks and everything with the sun and nighttime and day. There must be a reason. Otherwise, more people would do what you're saying and just let their kids but do roam you think- free. It's about their jobs. I would have thought we've kind of structured kids' lives around our lives, which involves working nine to five even before they're at school. Mm-hmm. And so if your job is exceptional. jobs too. Yeah, actually, it's not yeah. a bad idea. You know? <laughs> 13, 10, 60, should kids have a bedtime? If yours don't, definitely call us and let us know um, how happy your family is. <laughs> 13, 10, 60 is the number. Gary and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, and we're doing a bit of parenting advice. Parenting advice from Tommy Little. He believes that perhaps kids don't Sorry. need a bedtime. No, we're not. I just asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is an interesting question. Um, I've never done it with my kids, but do kids actually need a bedtime? We all put our kids to bed after dinner, and that's what happens everywhere. But you saw these little carny kids who are up at 11 o'clock at night having the time of their life. Yes. And you raise the idea, because you've seen your other friends do it, that maybe yes. this idea of kids needing to be in bed at seven or eight is not, not actually a thing that we should be doing. I just, yeah, again, yeah. pose the question. I did just say the that. People, yep. What did the people think? Because, Paul, what do you think? No, I don't think they need a bedtime at all. I mean, I've had five kids. Um, they never had bedtimes. Not that they were running around the house like lunatics, but um, when they sort of dropped, they, they were tired, they went to bed. Um, I suppose as they've all grown up now, I actually enjoyed every moment I had with them. But when uh, they were really little, down. Paul, like two, yeah. like one or two, like at that point you're still in charge of how their world works. When you say yeah. they go until they drop, they just fall asleep on the couch or on the floor? Well, yeah, or... be, I'd, you know, I'd watch TV with them on the couch. We'd have dinner. You know, I'd usually wash the dishes as I do um, and just lie on the couches with them, you know, whether they just fell asleep on the couch and then put them into the cot. Um, if not, they would just, yeah, hmm. lying around. They, they weren't grumpy. They weren't, I mean, they weren't perfect angels all the time, but, you know, it wasn't for us to sort of say, let's put them to bed now and, and have a set bedtime. Uh, it just worked wonderful. for us. But would they it, it ever be up till like 11 o'clock at night? Um, I think uh, from memory, as, as I said, they are older, but it was sort of like the 10 o'clock mark that they all seemed to sort of, you know, wow. um, slowly wind down and then eventually fall asleep. 
but like I said previously, they always got up at seven seven thirty in the morning, like and full of energy. So it wasn't as if they needed the ten hours sleep. It was just they were tired. They went to bed and they still got up at the same time. One extra question for you, Paul, if you don't mind me asking about your um, love life. How did it impede on your time with your partner if you had a partner at the time? Like often, that once you put the kids to bed, is the only time you get where you get a bit yeah. of alone time. Well, let's be honest, I've got five kids, so I don't think it impacted us too much. <laughs> hey, Paul, I think I've realised um, from hearing Carrie talk about this that maybe people want a bedtime, adults want the kids to have a bedtime just so they can get them away from them for a while. Yeah, I mean, definitely that was something that crossed our mind at, at times as well, but I don't know, um, it didn't really uh, didn't really phase us too much. We used to take them to parties with us and... You know, when they were tired, they'd just lie in the, in the pram and go to sleep. So they got used to the loud noise and sort of late nights. Not mm. that we're out partying every night, but, you know, it was just something that they got used mm. to. But I do think, and the no, way you fine. say, Tommy, because you want the kids away from you, I think that sounds a lot more negative than what it is, is when you are mm. actually a parent and you're doing it the entire time. It actually is just really, really, really tiring. And that's not to say there aren't some parents that don't get that tired and would happily have their kids awake the entire time. But at some times you just need to breathe. Like you just need a break and yeah. sleep is the only time that it happens. And if you go to sleep when your kids go to sleep, then you don't have awake time to get anything else done that you need to do. Do you know so what I mean? Do you, do you, I do and I completely understand. But do you think uh, a kid's bedtime is for you or for the child? Well, I always thought kids needed a certain amount of um, sleep to be healthy is the first thing I just assumed from what I'd read. But a lot of it, I think it's about the parent. But I think a good parent who's rested makes for a better parent. So I think it is yeah. for the kid as well. I think it hmm. benefits both. G'day, Kim. Hello. How are you both? What? Oh, oh, Kim, you don't what? sound very happy. What's going on? <laughs> um, I would have to disagree with Paul. There has to be obviously flexibility. It has to work with your family. But for us, um, a good routine helps. Um, my 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 daughter has high sleep needs. If she doesn't get enough sleep, she is a terror. So, <laughs> yeah, it all comes in balance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for the majority of it, we have a pretty regular and strict routine. Um, obviously, how, there's times where we go out, but yeah, for the majority. How much, it's... Um, Kim? How much? You said a lot of sleep. How much is that? Well, just give us. A um, she needs hours. at least ten to twelve hours of sleep. Otherwise, yeah, she cannot right. function. But is but, that uh, sorry? I and I don't that, mean to probe. Uh, is that yeah. um, unusual? I would have thought a lot of kids. What age is that? I would have thought a lot of kids no, would need that. Yeah, correct. A lot of kids, I from what I understand and from friends, do need a lot. They need that amount <laughs> of sleep. Kim, I guess the question, though, I'm not saying um, or asking whether kids need less or more sleep. Yeah. I just meant, does it matter what time that happens? So if they sleep in till 10 a.m., for example? Yeah, if you're a family how that does, works. How, how does that work with your next day? Uh, yeah, well, for my family, it doesn't obviously work. But with your example, maybe it works for their family. Yeah. But uh, um, they do say, though, um, after midnight with sleep, um, that's like the most beneficial time. So before any sleep before midnight is the most beneficial. Um, oh, then, yeah, I've read that it, before, yeah, that the hours before like, midnight are worth double or something the hours yeah, after. Yeah, something, like something like that, because like otherwise you feel like it's jet lag afterwards. Like shift really, work. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, good Thanks, on you, Kim. Kim. What, you about, what about Shanala? Hey, Shanala. Hello, how are you? Yeah, very good. How many kids have you got? I have two. And thoughts? Um. Yes, okay, they need a bedtime. <laughs> I, don't, mm. I don't know if, um, I mean, all these parents are, are saying this so nicely and I'm like, murder is frowned upon, right? And my what? kids need to be in bed. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go crazy. Yes. I will honestly go crazy. <laughs> On my, my first child, I was very strict and she always had a bedtime. And then my second, I sort of, you know, let it go a little bit and and had that sort of free will with her and I basically signed my own death wish. I was like, no, she needs bedtime. And Shin yeah, Shinawa, I, guess, I guess this comes back to the question and as Carrie said, both mm -hmm. answers are, are fair because you need your parent to be um, well slept as well and, and in, yeah, 100%. In, the, in the best form and that's good for the kid. But do you think then the bedtime is more for the parent than the kid? Um, possibly, yes. Um, I mean, I, I sort of relate to the lady before me. My kids sleep a good 10 to 12 hours a night. So they're in bed by no later than 8 o'clock and they're up by 
you know, between seven and eight. Um, but I 110% need that for myself as well. I don't yeah. know if that's just being the default parent. Um, you know, my partner works full time and runs his own business. Mm. So I don't know whether that's just me being the default parent. And I'm like, I need a bloody break. Um, or, you know, it's just, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. But I 110% think that they need a bedtime. I'd like yeah. a bedtime. Oh, I'd maybe like a little nap need... now. <laughs> I'm tired. I, oh. I know. So we've a... resolved it. I actually think you've raised a really good. I mean, it's all, in all sincerity, I've been thinking about it the whole chat. I think you've raised a really good point. And as a mother that's had ratty children, I, I'm trying to imagine a world where they don't go to bed till late at night, and it's hard to imagine. But then, if you're on the road and you're a carny family, maybe that's your future, mate. Do you reckon? Maybe that's exciting. We saw those two dancing kids; they were pretty fun. Yeah, go for it. Now I've just got to find a wife. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. The Wednesday Arvo, it's Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little. And later on this afternoon, the time game is worth $2,900. Ooh. Or is it, Jesse? We're going to see if it jackpots oh. again because it did jackpot yesterday. But up next, because you won't believe this, it is the world's most jealous woman. And what she does to her partner will blow our tiny minds. I'll tell you about it next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Because have you heard about the world's most jealous woman? No. Is this the picture you've sent me and told me not to look at? Yes, I have. You can have a look now. Okay. Um, describe uh, what you see there. Don't read the text now because I'm just about to tell you that information. Have a look. Is that a describe man or a woman that. that I'm looking at? Oh, What's sorry. That? One of them, the one with thinning hair yes. is a man. <laughs> that hair yes. is so bad. Yes. And the very okay. miserable looking one is a woman. Oh, my God. She looks so unhappy. Very oh, my unhappy. God. Look at their wedding picture. <laughs> I know, they both look, they're kind of trying to get a smile out there. They look Her almost is, like the same person. Like the, well, <laughs> um, what's that, um, anyway. A booperad. Booperad. Like the unhealthy version <laughs> of one, yes. Um so her name is Debbie Wood, and okay, Debbie. Uh, that is yep. her husband, Steve Wood. And I wouldn't, to be honest. But um, she is so paranoid about mm-hmm. him being unfaithful because look, oh, look at that hair. Rooster. Every yeah, woman. <laughs> she makes him take a lie detector test every time he comes home from being out of the house. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Just leave him. Yes. Honestly. And then it's revealed. <laughs> It's revealed she also checks his phone, email accounts, and bank statements. I mean, she should look at him. No one, he's not, he's <laughs> well, not. I mean, that's kind of cute times that a day. she's so into him, she thinks other women you would think, be into him. Yeah, wait. That is wait. such a brilliant way to view that situation. <laughs> wait, Steve is even banned from watching women on television or looking, <laughs> or looking at pictures of them in magazines. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know what he watches on television. TV. I know friends who've stopped their boyfriends from following certain girls on Instagram. That's very different to not being able to watch them on TV. <laughs> no, but and I do, do think do? the line of like these days with Instagram being able to follow. Gary, stop trying and... to make this relatable. <laughs> she's doing a she's doing a lie detector test every time he gets home. So, do you reckon he he can't watch a show with a woman in it, or he has to just look away from the screen whenever a woman comes on screen? That's so funny. Well, he certainly he, is not getting to watch a woman. <laughs> Woman, no, no, they've said that her um syndrome, it's called, has a is actually a psych- psychiatric disorder called oh. Othello syndrome. Othello, Othello, Shakespearean Othello, yes. And what, what I can't remember that book, what happens in Othello? Um, it's called Othello syndrome because um, Othello was extremely suspicious of the infidelity of his wife and it became an obsession. Anyway, there's um, people have commented on Instagram. Oh no, the Instagram comments on those two would not be kind. <laughs> no, and, and you've got to keep in mind these are not my words. Um, this is from Hey Dank. Poor fella is so victimised. Even his hair is trying to run away. <laughs> um, this one, this one's, but oh, it's not. It's not particularly nice, but just for balance, obviously, we need to make sure everyone has a say. Um, he should make her take a blood pressure test every time she comes home. That's not nice. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't oh that's, that's um, mean. No, 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 sorry. I didn't. I meant to read this one. He's No, no, probably not. <laughs> read it. No, actually, probably not there. No, it was about his um, his pronouns are thin and hair. Oh. Um, which I and sorry, if can our producers proofread those before before putting them on the sheet? Please. What do you want calls on? Do you do something worse when, than make them take a lie detector test? 
No, I want to know if Othello syndrome is real. Have you, do you have Othello syndrome? Um, have you ever but met someone with Do you think people with it would syndrome? know they had it? Yeah, they've own a lie detector. <laughs> but mean? I don't think they realise they're crazy. I think they think what they're doing is perfectly reasonable, so they wouldn't go to find a diagnosis for what they've got. Do you know what I mean? No, I, well, I reckon, because this woman has. I think the new, local newspaper just heard about them and thought they would make a No, 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 story. it says, it says, no, she's suffering from Othello syndrome. So she's gone and got it diagnosed. Well, mm. okay, if you've got Othello syndrome, 13 to 60. <laughs> why, don't you have, why don't you have any... Any faith? Do you want to do a, 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 a you're, you're like pretty no, I, wood here. I, <laughs> a man of little faith. No, no, 13, what? 10, 60, have you got Othello syndrome? Are you worse than what was her name? You don't have to be worse. Miss you just have to have Othello syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a real thing? Have you ever met anyone, come across it before? Give us a call. 13, 10, 60 is our number. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home from three till six, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for your Wednesday oh. Arvo. And on thirteen ten sixty, do you have Othello syndrome? Yeah. You just introduced us, Tommy, to Mr. and Mrs. Wood. The, yes, the world's most jealous woman is Mrs. Wood. That's Debbie. And um, Debbie is a lot of fun. So each, <laughs> each time Steve gets home, that's her husband. Um, you got to go. Just, put it, can we put Steve and Debbie on our social, on our story? I wouldn't have thought it's a good Oh, idea. no. Okay. I feel oh, like the world needs story. to see. <laughs> just, I feel like it yeah, really paints the picture. Yeah. Well, the fact that much, these guys think their partner is, is cheating <laughs> No, but there wouldn't be much left. <laughs> so each time Steve gets home, um, Debbie makes him do a lie detector test. That's just from being anywhere, just out at the shops. Um, she also goes through his um, phone, email, accounts, bank statements several times a day. He's not allowed to watch women on TV or it will look at pictures of them in magazines. It's called Othello syndrome, it's apparently a psychiatric disorder, which causes sufferers to believe their partners have been unfaithful. I asked the question on 131060, is it real and does anyone know anyone? And I, Ali. Before you go oh, to sorry, Ali quickly, um, one of the producers was saying there's a thing on TikTok where um, it's girls saying how they set up fake accounts and then use those fake accounts to message their boyfriends on Instagram to see if their boyfriends Ooh. then respond to the girls, hot girls that message them on Instagram. So there's really? a lot of Othello women out there. Do you reckon that's enough? Because to be an Othello woman, yes, that's a lot. It's Don't sorry, it's heaps, and it's also it's way worse than the crime. But I also, oh, what do you mean? That. It's not mm. way worse than the crime, but it's I more mean, just I if you if, if you're having if someone, to do that, you must be so unhappy. Like if you also think if someone came to me and said, "Hey, you messaged a random girl that messaged you," and I know because I posed as a random girl, set up a fake account and then messaged you. Yeah. I'm like, well, that even in the eyes of the law, that's entrapment. Also bullet dodged. But why were you messaging the first girl, the random girl? No, I didn't. She messaged me. <laughs> See, that's what back. happens. It's how quickly it unravels. That's Uh-oh. where the argument begins. Nah, I'd be like, <laughs> bye. And then, I'd, and then I'd forget that that random girl was her as well. So like, hey, my girlfriend is with me. Yeah, we're back on. <laughs> hey, Allie. Hi. <laughs> what Are happened, you, Ali? Do you have a Othello syndrome? Well, I don't, but I've self-diagnosed my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better it. than a self-diagnosis. That's we great, were Ali. dating, yeah, we were dating long distance. He lived in New Zealand and I'm in Sydney and it was only a few months, so it was last year. And like I go to this, I've been to the same gym for six years. I've been um, the senior vice president of a soccer team for the last six years. Oh. So I'm around a lot of men. And um, I work from home, but he was just constantly messaging me, wanting to know if I was ever around any of the delivery drivers at work, (laughs) if a man at the gym was, like, working alongside me at the gym, if I... Where any of the men oh. was cracking on to me at the soccer club, and I'm like, "Hello, I've been single six years. Not one of them has tried in the six years. Like, everything is okay. Like, you know, I was constantly having to reassure him, and he just never believed me. He just always wanted reassurance. So, uh, what did that yeah. tire you? Did that wear you down at some point, Ellie? Well, yeah, it did. But here's the kicker. I found out he was actually cheating on me when he changed his WhatsApp photo to another a photo of him and another woman and her child. So what? he was, but he was he was still so insecure and hung up and kept 
at me about men that I was supposedly and imaginarily meeting. And hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. You skipped over that bit so quickly, but that's yeah. where the interesting bit lies. The kid was her kid. And the kid was her kid, he yeah. started seeing this woman while he was with you and you saw him change the WhatsApp and then you kept staying with him or you then... No, oh, no, 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 that was the end. But, yeah, he, he, he still was like, oh, we could maybe, like, reignite this and be together. I'm like, but hang on, you're with somebody else. <laughs> but but he, still, he, he still his... wanted ownership of me. Yeah, mm. it's always... It's always yeah. the way, Ali. Ali, if he's changing his WhatsApp picture, he's not trying to hide that too too much. No, he's not, is he? <laughs> <laughs> did <laughs> sorry, Ali, because now I'm starting to think. Did he know he was in a relationship with you? Uh, You're not going to well, make her feel like the crazy one now. No, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean that. I just meant it's such a brazen move. Yes, like Ali for might not who is see in it. A relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it was very brazen, and um, he still denies that he did anything wrong. Um, but, yeah, um, we were together. We were definitely together, yeah, okay. but um, well, not, not uh, after it, that. <laughs> well, it sounds like um, good riddance, Sally. Have you moved on to someone better? Unfortunately, no. I'm 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 still single. But damn it, yeah, Ali! I thought it was going to happen. Hopefully, one day. <laughs> hopefully, one day we got a happy ending. One day. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, and the time game is coming up soon. Two thousand nine hundred dollars, or is it? Is it? It was ten grand yesterday, Jesse. Mm, have we regressed, or are we going to do the same again? I don't mm. think I even know what's happening today. Who's making this decision? Um, someone with the money. <laughs> is this just all on you, Tommy, or are you speaking to someone that has the power? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm winging it. Mm. I've decided, you know, the knuckleheads at network, they don't always know what's – there's a bloke that in a suit exist. coming towards the studio. I, uh, I reckon – well, just to see. Let's just see what happens a bit later in the show. But up next, because um, one of the most famous DJs in the world, he oh, – I really love it, what he started using his security guards for. Oh. I love it. The internet strongly disagrees. Find out next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Few Wednesday Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. Because I um, mentioned Time Game coming up very shortly, but I did mention uh, just before that one of the most famous DJs in the world has found himself in the middle of a controversy. And I don't think there is any controversy here. I just love it. Like much like I love everything that DJ Khaled does. DJ Khaled! I should point out that this is just um, a montage of how many times he says his oh. names at the start of Is he all like Derulo songs. where he does a Jason Derulo? How but... dare you? He was way before. Wait, do you reckon that's the same DJ Khaled bit of audio every single time? Oh. In every song? Like, do you reckon he's just recorded maybe. it once and then put maybe. it in all the different songs? Yeah, maybe. That's Less good. Work. Very Sounds very efficient. Uh, yeah, yeah, very observant, Jesse, too. So uh, would you like to know why he's found himself in the middle of a swirl of controversy? What's he done that you're into but the world's not? It's just funny. So you know how my ideal way to get around, if I had enough money, would be in a giant baby beyond on the front <laughs> of a entire basketballer's chest. <laughs> Right. I've always said that. It's it would little just be legs heaven. Flapping around. Yeah, yep. I said Have it should be an option on yep. it should be an option on Uber. Like it would just be mm. so great to get home from the pub on a big man's chest. It'd and be just to be wonderful. have a permanent cuddle. Yeah. And you get to look out at the world. Yep. It's still exciting for the senses. It's just good fun. Anyway, DJ Khaled's got about as close as I've seen anyone get in recent times. He rocked up to play a gig on the beach, and so his car could only get so close to the stage. And then he had to get from his car into a little pickup truck, which was going to drive him down to the beach stage. Mm-hmm. There was a problem because mm. there was about 10 metres of sand between the car and this little pickup truck. And he was wearing um, J Balvin Air Jordan 3s. Oh, now, don't want to get Rio sand sneakers, on them. <sighs> no, they aren't meant to come out until May 2024, oh. so in a few months. He's got his hands on an early drop of them. And so instead of walking across the sand, he got two security guards to carry him. <laughs> Can I see? Yeah. A massive security because he's a big man. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Isn't it great? Oh, my God, that reminds me of when I used to be a Cox. Sorry? When I was, <laughs> oh. when I was a Coxwain of the um, 
of the um, of the boat, all of the uh, rowers would carry me from the sand into the um, boat, so I didn't have to walk through the water and get wet. Why? What? Really? Yeah, I guess apparently that's what they used to do with the coxes. Like they used to just carry you in, and so they'd all. So the coxes never get wet. I don't know if everywhere around the world they don't, oh. but I didn't. Oh my god! <laughs> Was this other women? Yeah, other women would carry me. Would carry you to the so boat. So they all have to get wet. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think though, because they're rowing, right? Yeah. Whereas they're getting wet because the water's splashing on them and stuff. I'm right down the front of the boat, so I'll never get wet. So why would I get wet walking in, you know? Of course. So does this mean <laughs> you're you're in... a whole boat full of people to carry you in? You're, I think you're it's in done first the world class over. way before. Yeah. No, I was at the front of the boat, yes. Yeah. Mm. I think it's the thing that's done in rowing teams. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm fascinated if anyone knows about that. Give us a call. Um, thirteen ten sixty. But I want to know what lengths did you go to um, to keep it in mint condition? Because because we would have all heard and seen of you know parents who have the good couches and so they leave it covered in plastic. Of course. But one, one of our producers, Lizzy, um, <laughs> it wasn't the couch, Lizzy. No, mum's going to kill me. What, what did your mum want to keep in mint condition? She kept our TV remote in the plastic. So, yeah, I was like, what? And so it'd be really hard to change the channel. Of course. And we had it like that for years. How long? Until it broke, like the plastic The plastic. So she had to give up. Oh, my God. Lizzie, was it in like essentially a plastic bag? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was in the plastic that it came in. So she just put tape over the opening and we just kept it in. That's so funny. <laughs> I want to know on 131060, we've gone all the way from sneakers to a remote control. <laughs> what did you go to amazing lengths to keep in mint condition? Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. See you Wednesday, Arvo. This is Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little. And on 131060, the lengths you've gone to protect your belongings or does your cocks get wet? Well, that's a not... That's weird. Mm, yeah, that's cocks weird. get wet. Cock swain. Yeah, no, Carrie calls it a cox. Do most oh, cocks get cocks? wet? Yeah. Do... <laughs> no, most If you're the cocks the of a cocks boat. cocks get wet? Sorry. <laughs> do you, Carrie got carried to sailing. Is that right? Is it sailing? Carrie? Yes, rowing. the women rowing. Carrie carried, carried me to the so boat. that I wouldn't get wet. And are these women of a similar build to you, Carrie? <laughs> or was Some... it rather? Well, the reason I was the cocks was because I was smaller than the rest of them. So I probably was littler than the rest of them. They were stronger Mm, than me. And you said, this happens the world over. I assumed it did. I wasn't the only one that got carried into a boat. But um, we're talking now about, uh, yes, the lengths you've gone to protect your belongings. Because DJ Khaled, uh, he didn't want his new Nikes, his Jordan's J Balvin collaboration to get sand on them. So he got his two security guards to carry him over the sand. (laughs) And I love it. It's just living the dream. G'day, Mandy. Hey, how you going? Yeah, pretty good. What did you uh, want to keep in mint condition? Oh, it was my mother-in-law. They were recently on holiday and our washing machine had broken, so we'd gone around to their place. They still had the plastic film over the lid of the washing machine. Wow. And it was just lifted up on the corner and my husband's going, I just have a feel of this plastic, will you? And I I grabbed the corner and then he ripped my arm and the whole plastic came off. But then he said it was your fault? Yeah. 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 It's like, that's all your fault. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. <sighs> There's no way you want to expose the top of a washing machine. I mean. <laughs> I know, right? God knows. Was that... by a towel as well. Do you, is the washing machine <laughs> the dirtiest or cleanest place? Oh. Like, do you know what I mean as an idea? Because it obviously gets clean, but would you say it's the dirtiest place or the cleanest place, the washing machine? Yeah, pretty dirty. Yeah, I reckon, it's, but it is, is clean. It? That's, it's, that's a little tricky conundrum to think about, isn't it? Is it a dirty place? Pre-wash or post-wash? Oh, that's the point. Yeah, it clears yeah. it up it's like quick. our fridges. It's like our fridges are hot. Like, oh, yeah. In, not, not inside, but the outside. The fridges engine. actually kick yes. off a lot of heat. Yes. And it always spins me out. But it's like if you're on the inside, chilly, chilly. On the outside, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, welcome to the so madhouse. How's going? Good. Yep. Have you got someone right. in your family that's trying to keep something in mint, mint condition, or are you? Um, do you have some cocks info? Yeah, no, I've got some info on some cocks. Yep, great. Oh, Give it yeah, to me, fantastic. Sam. Fantastic. Always. So you said you're a cox and you had to get carried to the boat. You didn't want to get your precious feet wet, right? 
I yeah. didn't say I requested it. That That's just true. what they did, Sam. Demanded, you, Sam. You did. You didn't say no, but did you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so we've got a new name for you, Carrie. Oh, great. Carry me a bit more. Carry me a bit more is fantastic work, Sammy. <laughs> I was thinking of more play on words, like the idea that I was carried through school by these girls, and now I carry. Everyone around me. Oh. Well, <laughs> the guys in the studio there said their backs are getting sore for the same <laughs> reason. Good on Sammy. Carry and Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Wednesday afternoon. And is it time, guys? It's always time. It is almost time, time because uh, 10000 bucks was on the line yesterday uh, for the time game. Do you think it'll be the same amount today? No, I'm assuming we're going back down because yesterday was just a one-off little fun day while we were out the road. We get mm. back and we're back at it for 2900 Are you saying I don't have the kahunas Authority. involved no, to stick it to the knuckleheads at the network? No, you, you don't. Really? You yeah. don't believe I've got the kahunas? No. Well, Do let's you? find out. Let's find out. It's the best competition in radio. This is the best competition you've ever had. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. The Time Game Jackpots Weekly. Oh, mate, you'll make our dreams come true. All you need to do is say stop. Stop. When exactly five seconds is up this week, the jackpot is up to... Nah, 20... 20 Sorry, no. Harry and Tommy's Time Game. Sorry, Tommy got scared. (laughs) Next time you need to ask, just ask me and I'll do it for you. No, I did. You slept me. <laughs> Give us a call at 13 10 60. He didn't deny it. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. And NIB is as exciting as health insurance gets. Visit nib.com.au to find out more, guys. So much exciting stuff has happened on the show today already. Uh, yes. So much more still to come, including now giving away $2,900. It's all thanks to NIB. Do you want to go to Aresha first? Are you there, Aresha? Hi, guys. You've got a fun name. Am I saying it yeah. right? Yeah, Aresha, that's right. You sound up and about. Are you ready to play the time game? I am so ready. All right. You know how it works. We're going to pass you over to Jesse. You say stop it. Bang on five seconds and 2,900 bucks <laughs> is yours. What are you going to spend it okay. on if you get it? Uh, I want to take my friends out on the town. Oh, great. Fun. Great. Okay, good luck. Start. Stop. Ooh. I'll be honest, I got distracted and was just thinking about you having a night out on the town with your friends so, so I wasn't I. counting. <laughs> I was thinking about all the things that rhyme with Aresha. It's a great name. Thank you. Like pres- pressure oh, is great. Yes. Pressure is great. There's a lot of, if you were to take up a, a rap career, you've got a lot of options. Just drop pressure. Yes. Aresha, let's find out how you went. Jesse, for 2900 bucks. how did Aresha go? Five. Oh. Point. Yes. Nine, two. No! Oh, she's so fun. What a wonderful fall. G'day, Tracy. Hi. That is a tough act to follow, Trace. Have you ever plummeted before immediately after someone and felt the pressure to plummet better than them? Oh, I hope I don't plummet. Okay. We hope you don't either. It's 2,900 bucks. Um, Hopefully you get it bang on five seconds. Are you ready? Ready. Start. That felt quite quick. Ooh. Did it? What did it feel it was to the you? Calmest, was the calmest stop yeah, I've ever heard. Usually stop. it's like this. Stop. And this was this. Mm, stop. <laughs> it made me wonder mm. whether our furry friends over there, whether he hits the button at the start of the stop or at the end of the stop. We have been through this before, Tommy, and it's this the start it? of the stop. So it's the st and not the, the st- So if you go stop. So people might even. It's the start bit. But so people don't even have to say stop. They just have to go. And please, please it. tell yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy. Yes. Tracy. Oh, and you now um, being mean. Put her out of I'm misery. I'm not trying to. It's not. I don't even know. So our furry friend over here, um, how did Tracy go for $2,900? Five. Oh, yes. That's a great start, Trace. <gasps> Point. <gasps> One five. Oh, no. 
Not bad. That's Not bad. Was well, well done. Louise. Hello. How's your Hi. Day, <laughs> Carrie, you go. We just both want to talk to you so desperately, Louise. <laughs> Hi, how Not are you? Very well. Um, what's happening in your world today? Uh, heading to the soccer tonight, so very excited. Oh, imagine what you could buy food-wise for 2900 oh, bucks. That would get much. you like a hot dog. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Matilda's, 8 p.m. Yes. tonight. Enjoy, That's Louise. Right. Hopefully you live you live to get to go to the Matildas with the cash. <laughs> Thank Passing you. Passing you over to Jesse now. Star. Stop. Mm. Felt like we were, I mean, again, to use a, uh, a football reference, felt like I might have snuck into the penalty time there. Because... Oh, <laughs> yes. I hope they no run reference. faster than that tonight. Faster than six or so seconds. <laughs> that doesn't work, does it? I don't know. Saying I hope they run on time is quite helpful <laughs> if you're a punctual sports fan. Um, how did Louise go? Five. Yes. Point. Yes. Seven, eight. Do we have time for one more? Should we go to Michelle? It's been ladies' day uh, with the ladies time day. game today. Hey, Mish. Hello. Took liberty there. Do people call you Mish? Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> Do they call you Shell? They do, yes. Oh, got it right again. You know your ladies. <laughs> hey, Shell, just me and you here. Let's hope you win this cash, yeah? Are you ready to go? Yes. Start. Stop. That felt good. Felt real close. Yeah. Yep. It felt like a little oh. on the quick side to me. And Shell has a habit of doing this because, and I wish sometimes she'd just take a breath and enjoy the moment rather than trying to rush through everything. You know what I'm saying, Shell? She knows what yeah. I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> how did Shell go, Jesse? 4.80. Oh. 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 You oh. just exited life with a whimper. Anyway, jackpots next week. Carrie and Tommy. Around Australia for the drive home this summer, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because how often do you ponder about the world? I don't get as much time to ponder as I'd like, actually. Really? My to-do list is so long, ponders down the bottom, and I don't often get to it. Really? Mm. What's possibly above ponder? Do you really want to know? <laughs> Like I often look out into the natural world and I still don't know after all these years where the wind comes from. Oh, I know. And how planes stay in the sky. No, I get oh. that one. Oh, yeah, because you're a pilot. No, that's one <laughs> yeah, that gets yeah, yeah. me every time. But I should, as a pilot, I should know where the wind comes from. You definitely but I, should. My questions do go too far back. Anyway, uh, I've got a new one that hit me only today. So, you know... UV rays, mm-hmm. right? How mm-hmm. when you're in sunlight, you're hit by UV rays, mm-hmm. and they can be very damaging and mm-hmm. cause skin cancer. UVA and UVB. I didn't ever know there was an A and a B. Yes, that's fascinating. I learned all about that when I had um, the SunSmart cancer, um, like ambassadorship thing, where they yeah. looked under the surface of my skin to see how badly yeah. my skin was damaged. And I'm going to get this wrong, but they told me that there's UV rays all year round. And I think even in winter, they tell you to wear sunscreen because the ones in winter, UVA or UVB, are the ones that cause aging. And even when it's cloudy, they're there. And then the other ones can cause sunburn. So they're like two different types of rays. Well, here's what I don't understand about UV rays is I understand that they come from sunlight, but you know how air doesn't disappear. So, like, if you walk out of sunlight and, say, into a, an open-air car park, um, the air goes in there yep. and wind often blows things from the outside world into the car park. Where, does the, where do the UV rays go? Do they get absorbed into the ground? Uh, I know what you mean. Is it, like, directional? I don't think well, they come down they and then stay bounce, there and float around. How come around? they don't bounce around? Maybe bit? they yes. need to be absorbed even, into your body or something or the way they just disappear. It, Maybe they don't even fall when to you're, the ground. Even when you're in water, I remember when I was swimming a lot and they told me that the um, actually the bit of oh, your body you that's just this. below the surface of the water and about the first foot is worse because it, it kind of magnifies the oh, So UV it can go rays. through and water. I know, and I know that's the case too of when you're on um, the snow yeah. because it reflects off the snow, the UV rays, and hits you. Yeah, when so you I go don't... boating, 
Um, yes. They yeah. say that's why they say so, in, in growing up in WA you get um, lots of people on the mm. out on the Swan so River. So where does it where does it go if it doesn't reflect? Is it just no dis- it idea. Can't disappear, right? Not a clue. Nothing can just disappear. Does um, I asked one of the producers if they could find out the answer to this now. Um, Producer Lizy, just before you um, help us out with this, what are your qualifications as a scientist? Uh, well, I almost failed science in high school. So Amazing. You the wrong producer. Hang on. <laughs> oh, almost, failed. almost failed means passed, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's all right. Yeah, so that's before researching this, did you have any idea what the answer was? Uh, I guessed. And what would your guess have been? That um, it reflects off the concrete. Okay. Yeah. So what happens in the car park situation? And and also, if Tommy's inside a car park and the UV rays hit the concrete car park, it reflects back into the atmosphere and then, but only absorbs, uh, uh, oh, hang on, it it actually. um, (laughs) Is this what you're thinking or is this what you read now? Okay, now now this is what I've read. Okay, what have you read? So it does reflect off off the concrete. And only fifteen percent of the the UV rays are reflected, so but it absorbs. So, what UV. about in a scenario, Tommy's saying, where say you're outside um, on a windy day outside the car park, and then some of that wind goes into the car park? Is the UV sitting in that wind? Wait, wow! Oh, Isn't that what you mean? Well, no one asked yeah, yeah, me that yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, say, just, so say UV. that's what he's asking. He's like, what happens yeah. to it? So, say like it's a windy day and it comes down and. It's coming down, and that wind whoa, goes in the car park. Yeah, but wait, what, is there UV and wind? That's I what thought... he's asking. What happens yeah, to it? Yeah, because it must it exists in the air. Like it goes it'd be in the, the atmosphere. So then it would hit you. But what but about so, when oh, the wind I goes into light, the car park? <laughs> I thought light just gets reflected off surfaces, but, like not wind. Like, am I missing something? <laughs> no, I think that's exactly <laughs> no, no. This what is the question. This is the exact question I'm asking. Yeah, so so does it only get reflected off surfaces? So does that mean hypothetically, if you stood in the shade, right, but you put a a, a bank of snow there, which is very reflective, yeah, yeah, yeah. UV, and shone it at you, and you never stepped into the sun, could my you get guess burnt? is still yeah, get that's burnt. That's what they're saying. Yeah. You can still get burnt here. Or you can still get UV rays on you on a cloudy day. So if we had mirrors everywhere, <laughs> yeah, you'd get be... very vain. Carrie and Tommy. We had such a fun time um, at Fringe in the gardens uh, yesterday, and the highlight for me was being involved in my first ever magic trick. So I asked if you would cut me in half, and you were like, no. And Ben Hart, the magician, was like, no. And then you (laughs) said, but I can levitate you. Um, And if you go to the socials, you would have seen last night um, when we levitated, when you levitated me, and it blew my mind watching it back. It was so convincing. Was it? Um, it, I thought it was was really convincing. But then Web Guy Eli, and I think he's going to post this on our socials um, now today, said, did you see the time, though, when you tried to do it the first time and your legs were sticking out the bottom and everyone could see the disaster of it? Um, and he and he played me this, and now I feel a bit differently about it. Hold that. Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? I've got Get your my hand. Head. Stop it. Stop you it. said hold yeah, it. I know, but you're not holding it like a normal person. <laughs> just hold. Hang on. Do magicians just... normally get cranky at the audience members? Shut up. Just turn side <laughs> on. No, no. Hold that bit. Your back tips back. Your back tips back. Your back tips back. Your back tips back. And your legs go up. You know, the sheets. Oh. Carry your legs go up more. And your back goes back more. New leg, you can see your actual leg. No, there's just sheets not fitted properly. It's a fitted sheet. Who got me a fitted sheet? <laughs> your back tips back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're playing some Levitating by Julie for now. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home from 3 till 6, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because, as you know, we have um, the producer pitch on this show. It happens every Friday. And it's essentially the scraps that the producers couldn't get through to the show. It's the stuff, the emails no, we didn't it, read and the, the um, stuff we didn't think was good enough to make yes. it on air. But they, they proceed on, they push on anyway and say, no, mm-hmm. guys, this is good stuff and the world must hear it. And do you ever think about that afterwards, the producer pitch? Do you ever have thoughts about it? The only thing I have thoughts about afterwards is I do like the little opener, the little jingle we do for it. That stays in my head, but that's about all, to be honest. Because <laughs> I think about it all weekend. All weekend, I think, do we not give these beautiful people who work with us enough of a voice on the show? And then what conclusion do you come to? 
is that potentially, yes, and, and that's right, and maybe we should let more of their, their ideas through to the wireless to be heard by the Australian public en masse. And so this morning, um, when producer Georgia sent me a message saying, I've got an idea, I met it with nothing <laughs> oh, but enthusiasm. Awesome. And I said, this is wonderful, Jay, and let's talk about it on air. Now, Georgia, you are up to a microphone. Um, were you excited with my enthusiasm? Um, yeah, I guess. I'm nervous now. <laughs> Hold on. Did you did she ever tell you what the idea was? Yeah, she did. She sent it through. Okay. And and as you know, Bickers, we are um, really aiming for pop culture. Of course, we've just been talking about um, Taylor Swift a lot. Um, Pink did a big show here last night. Just really hitting mainstream water cooler. Yeah, full of it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) The youngest member of our team. (laughs) Do you want me to? Do you want me to tell you what (laughs) the topic? <laughs> Send me, Carrie. I cannot wait. The embarrassment. I'm standing next to her and her whole yeah. body, she wants to sink mm-hmm. into the floor. Mm-hmm. Scientists have rebuilt a depiction of what Dante Alighieri looks like. Who's Dante the Italian, Alighieri? The Italian 13th century poet. What? How, what did he look like to start with? How, how would I know I if the depiction know. is any good? Because I don't know who you. that is. I, every day I reckon it must be because you say, I wonder what Dante looks like. <laughs> I wonder what the, the what good What intrigued you about this story? So Dante created out like what we visualise hell to be. So he drew the first picture of hell. This is uplifting. He didn't actually. Jay, he didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he wrote a poem about it and then other people drew from that. He wrote a poem called The Divine Comedy. A poem which described a journey into heaven, hell, and purgatory. You're missing the point here. What does he not, look like? I want to see the depiction of him. You, see? Hmm? Show me, show just me. Like a, just like a boat. <laughs> what do you just mean? Like that that well. just looks like Lisa Wilkinson's husband. Is he wearing a red bandana? <laughs> <laughs> he is. Well, it's more of a hat. It's Peter Fitzsimon. <laughs> I think it looks like Lord Farquhar. With, with, Are you um, going to go into what, what I pitched to you? I thought it looked like the guy, what's the guy from Smurfs? You know, oh, Papa Smurf. Papa Smurf. Smurf. <laughs> no, 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 the human, the human, but oh, with a Smurf hat on. Gargamel. Gargamel, but with a Smurf hat on. Um, good uh, stuff, Jay, George. Go, no, I think it is good stuff, George. I'm very interested into why it really tickled you. Well, I just feel like I always try and get into like your headspace when I'm looking at stories for you. And I'm like, what's going to entertain Tommy? And I actually pitched that we put a call out to see if Dante's listening <laughs> and get him on to talk about his poem. Well, actually, it was to, to talk about the drawing of hell, but as you say, he didn't draw it. So the and poem to be then. fair, we all know that the only place he's going is hell, so it's good for him yeah, to know so, what it looks like. Exactly. We're helping you, bud. I can't wait till you're stuck with all the nerds in heaven. <laughs> That's all right. And you can't do I any like of the nerd. things I'll be happy. you love to do. What do I love to, to do? The hooch. <laughs> Nerds love the hooch. <laughs> oh, that sounded like the nerdiest thing you've ever said in your life. Yeah. Follow Carrie Bidmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Bye. Bye. That's it from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. But don't let the good times end. Raise a glass to the everyday or the extraordinary with Liquorland. Discover your next favourite drink in store or online. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise.